Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, May the 26th. And I feel like I could just, you know, take this show from yesterday and and plop it in today, and it it would mostly apply. All right, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. (laughs) Another Phillies loss last night, another disappointment, another horrendous night from Joe Girardi. Uh, Just how many many more times are we going to do this? How many more times are we going to do this? The Phillies are now 20 and 24. They have... Fall into a season worst four games below 500. Uh, they've been there before. This is the worst record they've had all season, tied for it. If they lose tonight, they will be five games under, which will be the furthest under they've been all season. Um, playing some bad baseball in Atlanta, you know, especially after losing that game two nights ago, the heartbreaker, you know, the Harper homer, and then blowing it in the ninth, the whole Nick Nelson thing. You know, um, you know, certainly feels like the Braves took that game and ran with it and felt like they had some fire last night, some energy. The Phillies did not. The Phillies played well early and then just fell apart. A disastrous play that scores the lead run in a tie game on an error and an error and a dual error, not paying attention and. Joe Girardi making a disastrous decision to pull Ranger Suarez. I mean, it's just like another comedy of errors from decision making to execution. That's the uh, so far the title of the the 2022 Phillies yearbook: a comedy of errors, both on and off the field. <laughs> She's just such a frustrating team to root for right now. They're a tough watch. They're a tough watch. You know, they are, you know, Bryce Harper's out there putting up four hit games and hitting game winning, should be game winning home runs in the top of the ninth. And I mean, how frustrated must that guy be? I mean, how frustrated must that guy be with Joe Girardi and seeing the decisions this guy makes to watch these games fall apart right in front of him as he's literally doing everything his body will allow to go out and win a baseball game. Four hits last night for Harper as he's yet again locked in back from the PRP and looks like Bryce Harper right before it again. And um, no one's picking him up. No one's helping him out. Certainly not his manager. That's for sure. As uh, you know, to again, I, I, it's a frustrating time to be a Phillies fan right now. And it just really, they're, they're beating us down. 
And I think that's a, a really good phrase for, for how it feels to be a Phillies fan today. Beaten down. I feel really beaten down by this team. You know, we all, not all, not fair, most of us bought in again after the Castellanos and Schwarber signings. Most of us said, you know what, this is it. This is it. We've been asking John Middleton to go over the luxury tax for years, and he did it. We're there. We finally made it. We went out and got two of the biggest names on the free agent market. We have beefed up our offense, our team, in such a way that an 82-win team from last year has to be much better. They have to. And then for them to just, again, be like a carbon copy. I honestly think you could just drop in a Phillies game for the last four years, four and a half, whatever, since Gabe got here, from Gabe till now, I feel like you could just take a random game from any of those years, plop it in, and it'd be hard to tell what team is what. You know, Outside of maybe seeing Reese Hoskins out in left field and being like, wait, what? And obviously the pitcher hitting might give it away. But, I mean, seriously, it's just the same thing. It's like friggin' Groundhog Day, being a Phillies fan. It's like Groundhog Day. Same thing every year, over and over again. Disappointment, blown games, bad managing, bad bullpen, bad defense. Ah! <laughs> Bryce Harper doing everything he can, getting no help. It all feels so familiar. Too familiar. Intimately familiar. And it's just incredibly frustrating. It is so gut punching. It's just soul crushing. It's all these things. And. You know, it is. They're 20 and 24. They're 44 games into a 162-game season. So there is a whole heck of a lot of baseball left to be played. You know, we are far from proclaiming this a lost season. But at the same time, you know, it is it is tough to watch them right now. <laughs> and it's tough to have been here the last few years and then watch this, you know, and not... Find yourself back in that same place, you know, that same state of mind, that same feeling of why, why do I do this? Why, why do I give my emotional energy to this team? Why do I give my physical energy to this team? Why do I spend so much of my life caring and invested in what these guys are going to do? Why, why do we do it to ourselves? It is, it is painful. There's so much pain and so little joy, it seems. And this season has just been a real hammer to the, the soul of Phillies fans right now, as it is. You know, it was supposed to be different. It was supposed to be different. And that's why, again, like, I, you know, I keep going back to when we talked about Dave Dombrowski speaking, um, you know, at the end of the week, last week, beginning of the week, this week, at the quarter poll of the season, talking about that he doesn't evaluate managers in season. And I am just praying that that was just lip service because 
They have to fire Joe Girardi. They have to. Honestly, I honestly believe that if they don't fire Joe Girardi this season, there's a lost cause. It's where I'm at right now with this team. I just, I don't know what else you do to kick him in the ass. I don't know what else you do to, to get him going. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Players got to play better. Duh. Of course. But when you're taking your cues from your manager, there's a statue in the dugout who just keeps making the most disastrous decisions, who has these weird policies that guys can't pitch certain days. Like, it doesn't feel like Joe Girardi cares about winning baseball games. It feels like Joe Girardi is far more concerned with getting to the end point of the season than he is with winning games along the way. I mean, at a certain point, these games have to matter, Joe. At a certain point, it's not like, well, you know, we have a long season. Really got to protect my guys. No. At a certain point, you got to win baseball games, man. At a certain point, you have to make the right freaking decisions. Honestly, like, I really do. I'm starting to think that this team will never win under Joe Girardi. This guy's a horrible manager. He's a horrible baseball manager. His feel... In game is honestly astoundingly bad. It's astounding. How'd this guy win a World Series? Oh, yeah, he had one of the best rosters of the last 50 years. That's why. That's why. Because what a disaster. I mean, this guy is as bad a baseball manager as we've seen here since Ryan Sandberg. I I'm not kidding when I say this. This is gonna sound hyperbog. I honestly, in my gut, think Pete McCannon's a better manager than Joe Girardi. I do. I think Pete McCannon is a better front man of a baseball team than Joe Girardi. Ryan Sandberg probably isn't. He was real bad. But I think Pete McCannon's better. I mean, we know Gabe's better. Gabe's much better. I mean, the roster Joe Girardi has is significantly better than what Gabe had. Gabe had Reese Hoskins in left field. That first year, Gabe won 80 games without Bryce Harper. Think about that. Think about the Rod without Zach Wheeler. Without Zach Wheeler. Or Bryce Harper. And Girardi's got those two guys, plus Cassianos, plus Schwarber. You know, like, what? What? It's just a, a epically underperforming job by a manager. And I think this team needs a kick in the butt. I don't know what else does it other than firing Girardi. What else is going to get this team going? Because sadly, under Joe Girardi, nothing has. Nothing. Ever. 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 This team's never played well under Joe Girardi. We had that eight-game winning streak, and it felt like a thousand-game winning streaks. It was so shocking. And then, of course, they sucked right after it. Like, at no point under Joe Girardi has this team ever, ever played a month of good baseball. One full month of awesome baseball. A month where they go 17-8. and That's never happened. That's not even asking that much. I'm not talking about some dominant month. I'm talking 20-8. Give me a 20-8 month, Joe. It's just this team never gets on a roll. They never string anything together. 
And they look lifeless. They look dead out there. They look dead out there. And at no point do they ever seem to show any real life. At no point do they ever seem to really get anything going or be able to carry anything forward. You know, it's it's just so frustrating. They're so frustrating to root for. It's honestly as frustrating. I think when you take into account the the amount that has been invested in this team and the expectations that we had for this team, like I think it's absolutely fair to be furious right now. To be incredibly frustrated with what you see, to be furious with the way this works out on a day-to-day basis. You should be angry. Let's get to last night, because last night, just another example of it. Just another example of poor decision-making, poor play, and a disastrous outcome. Phillies get up early, one nothing. Oh, do a homer. Don't worry, he would make up for it the other way soon. Second inning, Ranger falls apart, gives up four runs. It's four to one. Then it's four. Then the Phillies march back, and it's four two in the fourth on a infield single. And Nick Cassiano's ground up makes it four three. And then a Gene Segura single makes it four to four in the fifth. And you know, Ranger finally started to settle it. Finally, Rangers at eighty eight pitches. He just struck a guy out. Finally. For the first time all game, we all felt like, all right, Ranger, he's got it now. All right, we're, we're all right. Yeah, he's got the rest of this inning for sure, and maybe he can do one more. I don't know. He's looking all right. <laughs> what does Joe Girardi do? He goes to Jose Alvarado in a uh, tie game with runners on. And what does Jose Alvarado do? He falls apart. Allows two there, six to four. They would add two more, end up winning eight to four. And um, the Alvarado thing was Joe at his worst. Girardi is worst. I mean, the decision to go to Alvarado, I, I mean, I thought it was honestly asinine in the moment. Asinine. Asinine. Not just to take Ranger out, because taking Ranger out in that spot was, was silly. It was silly. And watch the game, Joe. Pay attention to what's happening on the field. He finally looked locked in. Yeah, he struggled. He sucked early. And Ranger's been disappointing. You know, of all the starting pitchers, Ranger has been number one Mr. Disappointing. Like, without a doubt. You know, compared to expectations, like, without a doubt. And he wasn't very good last night. But then, finally, 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 Ranger's locked in. Looks like, okay, jeez, we got there. And Joe pulled him right when he finally felt like he had it. And then not only does he pull him, but he goes to Jose Alvarado in that spot. <laughs> what are we doing, man? The game was on the line there. It's a 4-4 baseball game. Your team just battled back. Just tied at the inning before. How many times have we seen the Phillies tie a freaking game and Joe Girardi makes a bullpen decision that gives the lead away the next inning? How many times? How many times? Consistently, over and over and over again, on the regular, as they say. It just happens over and over and over and over again. I mean, oh my God, 
Oh my god, I, I'm so I'm so frustrated by this guy. And then Joe Girardi never takes any responsibility for it. Never accountability is always a stupid policy. I mean the so last night that decision's a disaster, and then it is followed up. We mentioned the play, but like, can we get Odubel Herrera out of here? I know he homered. I know he did, but like, JT throws to second, Dansby Seal in second, ball gets past the second baseman. Odubel is supposed to be backing up in the outfield, and he just missed it. It was a routine ball on the ground. Put your body in front of it, you loser. Like, I know I'll hit a home run every once in a while. Yay, cool, I get it. Like, I know, the dude has a 282 on base percentage, and he is potentially the dumbest baseball player I've ever watched on a consistent basis. I don't ever remember in my lifetime watching baseball a player who consistently over and over and over and over again made dumb plays. Like, how do you not back that ball up? It changed the game. That's when the run scored, and then it's like, you know, downhill from there. How do you make that decision to not get your freaking body in front of the ball? You have one job there. I'm so tired of this guy. I'm so tired of watching him play baseball. I hate it. I hate what he is. He is the example of everything that's wrong with this team. The fact that this guy plays on a consistent basis is such a a shining, glaring symbol of the flaws with this team. It's it's just incredibly frustrating. It is so frustrating. I can't stand Odubel. I can't stand him. I want him off my team. I want him not playing on a consistent basis. He is so frustrating. Mickey Moniak, get the hell up here. I know you're hitting in the Myers homered yesterday. It's time, buddy. We are so ready for you. Never been more ready for the great Mickey Moniak. Why not, Mick? Seriously, though, it is it is just it is infuriating. And again, Bryce Harper, four for five last night. Dude's batting 318. Bryce Harper's batting 318. EOPS, yep, over a thousand again. And this team just can't pick this dude up. It's like the sad. It's sad to watch this guy go out there every night and just be awesome and get no help. It's it's honestly just infuriating. It's so infuriating. And now back to Girardi, who again, I don't I don't know what happens until they get rid of him. I really don't. I just feel like this team takes their cues from him and he's got no life, no urgency, no urge to win games. It's just like fine collecting a paycheck. That's what I feel like with Joe Girardi. And going back to Tuesday night, which, you know, Last night, disastrous decisions, taking Ranger out of the game and then bringing in Alvarado in that spot. But we go back to Tuesday night, and we, you know, we wondered, um, you know, with the Nick Nelson thing, you know, no Knable, no Sir Anthony, and we know that Girardi has these weird things, but um, it came out yesterday that, that actually Knable actually went to Joe Girardi and asked for the ball. Knable said, I think we all want to be in those situations. The game yesterday was awesome. We stole the momentum from it, from them. That's his rule. That's it. No three days in a row for relievers this early in the season. We talked. That's it. We're on the same page. <laughs> okay. Sounds like it. Yeah. We talked. That's his rule. What a stupid rule, Joe. What a stupid rule going to be awesome when you have Knable available for three straight days in September once the season's over already, isn't it? It's going to be great. Good job, Joe. They're not babies. They're professional 
baseball players, Joe. I appreciate protecting arms. I really do. This is out of control. You have to win baseball games, man. It's the point of what you're doing. It's the whole thing. Win games. That was a game that not only could you win, but to Knable's point there, you ripped their hearts out with that win. You ripped their hearts out. And instead, not only did you not rip your heart, their hearts out, you gently placed their heart back in their body while they ripped your hearts out. Because that's what happened. Knabel went on said, We both agreed that that's my game. If we're going to lose, it's my game to lose it. That's it. Don't put that on Nelly. But I think we had a great conversation. Nelson's been dominating. So, yes, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. That's it. <laughs> Knabel also said, uh, uh, Girardi told Knabel, apparently, in one of their chats, Look, you threw a bunch of pitches on Sunday. You threw a bunch of pitches on Monday. I appreciate that you want the ball, but we've got a long year. Your velocity was down a mile or two the second day. I'm not going to hurt you. Because if you hurt the closer, those people are hard to replace. It's like, bro, just just win a game, Joe. Girardi went on to talk about it. Said, if I offer the ball to Corey Knable seven days in a row, he'd take the ball seven days in a row. But it's what I do. There's too many relievers that are getting hurt. Way too many. Go look at how many relievers are on the I.L. Look at how many guys had Tommy John last year. We've been pretty lucky here, right? And you win over the long haul. You don't win in 40 games. You win over 162 games. And the way you win is by keeping people healthy because people aren't replaceable. Certain people aren't replaceable. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Look, I don't disagree with the premise that, that it is a 162-game season, so don't act like it's a 40-game season. That's fair. But, Joe, you need to win games. Especially those type of games. Those can become season-defining games, man. And who knows, that might have been for the Braves. Braves sure looked good last night. What if the Braves go on a roll right now? And we all look back and say, oh, that's when it happened. (laughs) That was it. They won that game, and then they won 10 straight. Oh, whoops. Because we don't see how the Phillies, you know, the Phillies don't get on rolls because of wins or anything like that. But other teams do that. I know we might not understand that here because our team never, ever does that. But other teams do do that. Other teams use a motivating force and 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 ride it. I know it's a crazy, wild thought. What a, it's a ridiculous thought, really. But yeah, other teams do it. I just... Uh, I just... It's so frustrating. Troy took a shot at talk radio, too. He says, talk radio wouldn't have a voice if everyone wasn't managing and coaching and second-guessing. But that's what make our sport great. Everyone has different ideas, right? I have my ideas. You have your ideas. It is what it is. Sure is, Joe. It is what it is. Corey Knable wanted the ball. You said no. You lost the game. It's your fault, Joe. It's your fault. And at a certain point, that long season is going to be friggin' over because you didn't win games earlier. That's what's going to happen. At a certain point, you're going to look up and see, wow, the Mets are 14 games in front of us. Maybe I should have won a few more games along the way. Maybe I should have tried harder to win games earlier. Maybe. Maybe I should have, I don't know, had some urgency. Maybe. Maybe. Just so incredibly frustrating. This team is so frustrating. Uh, you know, 
Fire Girardi. That's where I'm at. Just flat out. I got nothing else to say uh, except Fire Girardi. And I honestly think this team is in trouble till they do because this guy is a disaster. He is as bad as they get, in my opinion. Back at it tonight in Atlanta. Kyle Wright against Aaron Nola. Wright has been really good. Um, really good for the Braves, of course. Another young, awesome pitcher they got. Dude's 4-2 and two with a 2-4-9 ERA on the season. He has been very good. 56 strikeouts in 47 innings to only 16 walks. Only allowed a couple of homers and eight starts. Man has been great. Kyle Wright's been awesome. So, this is a tough matchup. You know, you really need Nola, and we know how good Nola's been in that stopper role, right? Jokes. We'll see. It's a big one. Big one, especially with the Mets series coming up. As You know, again, you lose tonight, you go in the Mets series, lose some games, you, you know, all of a sudden, division's over. I mean, we're not, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about to be June. Urgency. It's the word of the day. All right, whatever happens tonight, uh, I'm sure Joe Girardi will screw it up somehow. Uh, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. And uh, who knows, maybe, uh, maybe there'll be movement. There won't be, but we'll see. Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back talk about it tomorrow so until then thank you for listening to another edition of phillies today right here on the phillies 24 7 network you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 